Yeah, I don't care for Dr. Starline because he looks like Michael Jackson, basically. So I'm, well, you're not going to be able to get away from that in a Sega thing. Like, they, uh, yeah, not really. They can't fucking get away from MJ. They made Moonwalker. They can't escape. Um, I, have, I, I think Moonwalker was a was in a magic contract, and now they're bound yes. for eternity. The pact is sealed. That <laughs> has to make it. That has to make it into the final. This was such a good imitation. Is that, is that the cold thing? <laughs> Welcome to Mobius Book Club, where we talk about the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog in the medium of comic books. I'm Austin. I'm Ruby. I'm Sean. I'm Dan. I'm Summer. And today we got a bunch of issues to talk about. Kind of a little smorgasbord of Sonic, if you will. Boy, do we have some issues. (laughs) To get through. Yeah, I was going to say, we're not talking about the comic anymore. We're just going (laughs) to... Discuss our own personal issues. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Mobius therapy session. God, I, uh, we'll, no, the, the, those will come later on in the book's run. Yeah. I think. The Norm McDonald moth joke stretched out across seven episodes. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. The, shit. That's right. Uh, rip Norm McDonald. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a sad time. So. So, uh, just starting with the In Your Face special, uh, how just this cover does not match the tone of the issue. Uh, right. It doesn't. Oh. Yeah, no. I do I not like it. I thought the slapsticky stuff, and I was like, oh, this isn't too bad, but the cover kind of... I, I was bracing myself for something horrible. Yeah. Yeah, like, I thought, like, this is, was going to be the last hurrah for the some old bullshit yeah. <laughs> of Gallagher <laughs> stuff. Um, I was but surprised I was how so good the first story was. Yeah, Pender's really yeah. fucking just, like, turned in an A-plus story. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, I, I have some issues with it, which I will gladly get into when we discuss it. But like, yeah, it was mostly like it was mostly kind of enjoyable. Hey, Sean. Yeah, we're discussing it. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, when when they when they arise, when, when said when they become relevant to the thing, right? You know what the fuck I mean? I do now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode where the hosts all like meet up in a, a Walmart parking lot and fist fight each other. <laughs> fight exclusively in Kmart parking lots, thank you. Oh, we, oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry, is Walmart not good enough for you? Yeah, no, there's not enough scattered assholes. weapons. You know what, that's fair. Well, there's also not enough Kmarts where I am, so... <laughs> Wait, so... What are you, we're meeting at the same Kmart, we just have to fight... What do you think Kmart's an interdimensional portal that will transport you to my Kmart? Yeah, you're thinking of Omega Mart, yeah, not Kmart. Walmart. <laughs> that, I thought that's just how Kmart lots worked. 
Every Kmart is actually the same Kmart. Yeah. We need to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> we sure do. Well, yeah, because we didn't say what we were reading this time last time. So yeah. let, let's do oh. that real quick. We're covering the In Your Face special. Issues 19 and 20. Uh, issues 19 and 20. And the Princess Sally miniseries, issues 1, 2, and 3. So Which I do want to say something about... Uh, I want to say something about the Princess Sally miniseries. Um, I genuinely think, because, you know, it's a popular thing that people think in the Sonic fandom wrongly that Penders owns Sally Bunny and all of them, which is untrue. Ooh, Sega no. still owns them. Yeah. Um, if he did, you could just do a, a continuing Sally series without Sonic if you lost the Sonic license and it would just be good. <laughs> yeah, you literally could. It's like you have you have furry characters of your own you could do the same thing with. Yeah. Honestly, just going to just going to throw my my hot take out there. Oh yeah. Sally makes a better protagonist for a comic than Sonic does. She does. I, I, I'm in agreement. Yeah, I think so. I think that maybe like Sonic, Sonic's personality really lends himself better to like a Han Solo type role where he's not the main character. Like he's up there in the main group, but he's really smarmy and he's definitely not the one with the major central emotional arc to go through. He may go through an arc, but it's not what's like central to the story. Okay, guys, like, hear, hear me out. Honestly, hear me out. I got an idea. Yes. An issue of Sonic that's just... um, It's like an encounter with Sonic the Hedgehog from the viewpoints of, like, three different characters, and they all have different stories about it. It's called... Hmm. So you're, tell- so you're talking about the Batman episode? No, I'm yeah, ca- yeah. No, I'm calling it Rashomonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, that's just Sonic <laughs> Adventure. I have written, like, I have an Excel document of events that transpire in Sonic Adventure and how they're perceived. That's just called Sonic Adventure Rashomon Effect. <laughs> I mean, it's there. It's, like, an observable thing. Because, like, yeah, especially like, if you play Tales campaign, he does some of the same stuff, that, like, is in around for the same things that Sonic is, but it's, like, different. Yeah, like dialogue's different, which is, which is super weird because you were trying to save hard drive space back then. Yeah. Um, in like two of the six characters' campaigns, Eggman's base in the Mystic Ruins just never shows up, even yeah. if it's along the point yeah. where it should be there right now. <clears throat> I never mystery. noticed that. I, I wonder if that's like the implication is that because they never saw it, they just wouldn't know it's there. I don't know. Talking adventure is it has a lot of depth. I have no you object. Could, you could talk about something. If I did not see it, it is not there. I, I do have a, a rough draft of an essay about the anti war message of Sonic Adventure. Well, that that's me. Maybe we I, I can discuss it that already. at some point when we're done talking about the Sonic comics. God. <laughs> We're, this is all getting cut. Um, so anyway. <laughs> hey, we'll make a good runtime. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. So yeah, the quest, the the conclusion of the Princess Sally backup stories. Yeah. And we find out so what's it, in the ball. Yeah. 
We find out also What's Sonic doesn't recognize people from the back. <laughs> I, yeah, we start off for for context. We start off in this in this what appears to be a training room or or gym, and where Sonic and Sally are doing like fight training. Sonic is leaping at Sally and about to boot her right in the back of the fucking dome. <laughs> he is he's doing his smash ultimate menu pose and Sally <laughs> looks, an intruder. And Sally looks like a fucking commandoid from Saban's Masked Rider. Ah, uh, that's why you posted that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got the impression from this oh, that they were just fun. sparring. So, I, they're not just sparring, because Sonic refers to her as an intruder, and then Sally apologizes, taking the mask off. I, I think, no, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he was just kind of, like, trying to keep kayfabe or something. Like, he's like, I want to make sure I stay in the moment. Yeah! Yeah, yeah maybe. You know the, the training, training thing, <laughs> the training thing you do, where you go to your partner and tell them you're going to destroy them. <laughs> that thing he's, you do. He's just he's just making sure that she like she, he's just he's just making sure she's invested in the, the, the thing. I mean, if they were training to fight Scourge, maybe, to, but no one in Eggman's Empire is this smarmy. <laughs> he wants to give her the, the sense that there's stakes. But yeah, she's very distracted. And why would she get... eat steaks? She's a chipmunk. She doesn't eat meat. <laughs> and so, like, Excuse we get her flashback. Squirrels are omnivores. <laughs> we get her little flashback of the of the the magic pinball that fell from space, and then her mentor Jeb Aunt Jemima or whatever the fuck her name is. And, oh, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> This is Rosie shows up again. Yeah, she's here, which raises, which, like you said before, raises a lot of interesting implications. <laughs> and she's and like, then Sally "Hey, puts on a shirt. <laughs> she left you a, all this crap. It's yours now." She gets her vest, which she had in earlier cover art, but now she finally has it. I would like to just jump in here, yeah, um, because that I think the vest being like something from the mentor. <laughs> Is something that is a pretty good emotional beat, especially because oh yeah, yeah, Saddam is a is assumably canon to all of this. Yeah, season yeah. one, she doesn't have it at all. This is like a pretty good fill in for in between season one and uh, season okay. two. All right, so so it's so it's a bridge between season one and two. Yeah, because she doesn't yeah. start wearing the vest until season <laughs> two. So I think this is a pretty smart way, and it's like yeah, it it's goes a good from. Way to do that. Yeah, it goes from, why the fuck is she wearing a vest now, to, oh, that makes sense. And yeah. it doesn't, like, add the question of, like, she was naked before, why is it a problem now? Because now it's, like, it's, like, emotionally significant. Yeah. I also appreciate her little speech bubble here. I always wanted pockets, like, fuck, the struggle is real, even on Furry Planet. God. Jesus Christ. I fucking feel it. Feel it, and but yeah, <laughs> there's there's also a nice little framed photo of young Sally with her Aladdin <laughs> pants and with, King Max with her data. Yeah, mm. and <laughs> and a uh, little Cap and Crunch treasure map. I guess 
I, I don't know, but it's just like this is too much box. to take in. This is too much to take in today. I'll look at it again tomorrow. <laughs> she's she's woken in the night by something. It's not can, clear what. Whether I want to talk about or, the art on this page. <laughs> whether it's light or strange. I don't want to. I know what you want to talk about. <laughs> you, I really don't want to. So the I guess it would be the fourth frame on the page. <laughs> yeah. I um. This don't like that. This image created for affinity. <laughs> This is the this is the beginning. Like it feels like there's definitely like the way it's drawn. I think the person who drew it did not mean for it to be horny. I, 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 I don't not. think. I, I I'm, think yeah, I'm gonna true. assume this is more of a like. This is what they're used to drawing things to look like. Yeah, like it definitely seems clear that they're used to drawing people and not yeah. cartoon animals. <laughs> it's like, only in, yeah, yeah, like it's only in hindsight <laughs> that we look at it and we're like, oh, it's like it is like they looked at a human reference of that pose. Yeah, yeah. It, it like, like they've given it head, muscle like definition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one thing that I've always kind of like, oh, <laughs> kind of disliked about the Archie comics is how the original Archie characters do not fit in with, like, the Sonic art style at all. They don't. Yeah. No, like, fine. they look like they're from different things. Like, you get the panels of Sonic and Sally, and it's like, these characters are not part of the same thing. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, they couldn't just have her be the little squirrel that comes out of Bad Nicks. They had to, like, expand on it some. But they could have used, yeah. like, the, the or, like actual Sonic character design as a basis. I, yeah. Like, the, the way the eyes are drawn. Like, it's a very yeah. specific style. I think Rotor, I feel like he works. Yeah, Rotor fits in very well. I think the character that sticks out the worst is Antoine. Well, I mean, oh, I yeah. so too. Yeah. That is kind of the yeah, point, yeah. isn't it? That he's I guess, like, but that he's Sally... like, I do not fit in so good. Sonic, he, he do all the thing, and I basically can do nothing. <laughs> Sally <laughs> and Bunny. I Sally and Bunny, I will give that they're different. But I think they're the kind of different that, like, you could squeeze them into it. Yeah. And be like, it's and fine. And they have the added bonus of, like, being adapted from something in Sonic. Mm -hmm. Antoine sticks out like a sore thumb because he ain't based on shit. It's not He's as just a guy. <laughs> none of them are as bad as the cannibal wolf bikers from that episode of Sad AM. Oh God! Oh. Oh, today's the twentieth, twenty eighth anniversary of Sad AM. Oh my Sad God! Oh shit! Oh no way! Happy birthday! It is. Wow! All right. Someone actually did like a pretty good like redesign of her to fit like the style more. Yeah, I know later. Oh, that looks good. I know later on they redesigned um, a lot of these characters to fit in more with the Sonic art style. Yeah. Yeah. Which was appreciated. I reading like around like 150 or so and these characters came out of nowhere and i'm like i have i thought they were just made for the comics i've only seen like two or three episodes of sad am so i had no idea that she was like established as like this thing in sad am that's like actually wow. fascinating to me they really drew her with fat no tits though <laughs> they really yeah, they sure did are you blind <laughs> rage has competition finally <laughs>
Like, this is an art I would describe that I'm looking at as aggressively horny. I, it sure fucking is. I, I wouldn't go so far as to say aggressively, but it is horny. It's, it's aggressively so horny, horny in the same way they draw, Marvel would draw women characters in the 90s. It's the yeah. same sort okay, of horny sorry, as, I will give you uh, God, and they're wearing all this Jack Kirby-ass finery. Like, look at this shit. The big, the big shoulder <laughs> yeah. pad. Like, that shield looks like it's from New Genesis. Like, fucking Big Barda or Orion should be carrying that. Genesis, Genesis, what Nintendo Genesis? And then when do you show up? Yeah, my, my favorite. Uh, he came yeah. back. He was my, in my favorite. <laughs> My favorite planet from DC Comics, New Master System. <laughs> oh. Oh, mine was uh, a comic. Uh, mine was comic that we're talking yeah, about. Comic. Here to talk about. So Sally wakes up. Sally wakes up, and there's kind of there's kind of unintentionally horny art. I don't know why she woke up. Whether it's light or a weird humming noise or what, nothing is conveyed. It's the, the orb. I think it's like but the magic, but the glowing space pinball is starting to do a thing. It's lifting up in the air like Madame Leota, and it's glowing. <laughs> and this, she comes in through the swishing Star Trek door, and the orb turns into Swish. Nicole. I, I, I need. I what you just, this what you just raises said, several questions that are never adequately answered for me. So here's here's She's just uh, kind of here now. I just have something to say about the sentence you said earlier. Yes. Now I'm going to be exclusively reading Nicole's dialogue in Jennifer Tilly's voice, and I want to thank you for that. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. Assigned Jennifer Tilly at Dan. <laughs> anyway, so I'm confused by Nicole being a magic space computer because like wasn't she shown in the last sally backup story as being built by like something sally or max's science dudes built and she's not like a magic uh, magic fucking computer that fell to earth so from, i think i think you missed on or wherever i think you must you might have misread some of the so the previous version of um of her like was broken and didn't work. Like they didn't have it anymore. Well, like, they and, and then I they don't remember them talking about that in the backup story because though. it's a computer. <laughs> no one's thinking about that. But the end of this story is that they yeah, rebuilt well, it. And uh, yeah, no, I I know that. I'm just I'm going in the context of the story while I'm reading it. I don't you know, know, but it's it's so also that, like I I feel I don't like we're go too far ahead of it because if I do then perhaps the, it, it will confuse and anger the listeners. So <laughs> here's here's what my assumption is, why this they're doing a re-origin for Nicole. is because we're going from practically no continuity, where it's just, like, attached to the show, to having heavy continuity. Um, mm. And so it's pretty much a lot before this story and, like, the little Sally, like, pickup stuff uh -huh. is... Is disregarded. <laughs> yeah, no, I I know that, but I just I feel like doing like a a weird time paradox thing, and oh, this magic space orb is your computer pal who's totally been a thing this whole time, and we just haven't mentioned it till now. I don't think that's the best way to do it. <laughs> I think because it's a little it's it's 
it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to me. I, I think a bootstrap I, I'm, I'm honestly not following it, like, following at all. Like, because I, I assume this was just the origin of how Nicole ends up a thing in the continuity. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember her being, like, around at all. Yeah, before, like, this. before this, no. Before this, like, all we got was, so this was a brief is... little snippet of her in the backup story, in, like, the background of, this was the life you used to lead, princess, doing flips over the, the gymnastics horse and mixing chemicals. And there's uh, your little computer in the background there, but we're not going to mention it. <laughs> He's a girlfriend. Well, because it's... <laughs> Well, because I'm assuming because it's not important yet. It's just a computer at the time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. I like bootstrap paradoxes. I actually enjoy The concept of writing. I like the idea. I I guess we differ on that. I think it's a little weird and a little frustrating. But that's just me. You know, I... It's probably because I've read enough time travel stories that I like the idea. Oh, fuck, I'm going to fucking show my fucking Doctor Who card a little bit. The the, the mini episode oh, Time Crash, where the fifth Doctor and the tenth Doctor are all together, and there's like some super big problem. And, and the fifth Doctor says, you only figured out how to do it because you remembered me watching you do it. I like that as a concept. I mean, it, I think, it, it like, as far as time travel stuff goes, I kind of like that's how I prefer it be done. Like, it, it can work in the right co- or like, yeah. To, to put you it know, in, to put it in terms, you, you I basically don't at least don't pull a life is strange and disagree with your own rules. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or to put it in terms, <laughs> I can understand. There's some Discworld novel, I forget which one, where. Whoever it is, where Magic Narrator Man is talking to the protagonist and says, like, it's fine, I know it will work because you've already done it. And he's like, but I haven't already done it yet. And it's like, yes, you're catching on. Like, no, no, I'm not. (laughs) Here's, but the thing with Discworld is, I think Discworld a lot is intentionally written to be funny. Like, it's supposed to be like, hey, you're not getting it? Good. (laughs) Yeah, like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like, it it, it can work in some contexts. It's it's a mixed bag for me in this context. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's absolutely fair. Anyway, so Sally and, and her new Game Boy Advance SP are now yakking in the lab about, oh, it's a choice you can make, and I, uh, you know, <laughs> as the Sonic and the others come in, I'm like, hey, what's all the fucking noise? You're keeping us up. And Sanic makes the mistake of shaking Nicole, and Nicole electrocutes him, and his quills get all frizzy. I want to talk about this face. I want to talk about this face. I, oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. No thoughts. Head empty. <laughs> he's just he's just thinking about chili dogs and going fast. It's like you knock on his head and it's the same noise as knocking on an old CRT television. I wanted to reduce Sonic as a character, Sonic as a concept. Like... Distilled down to the bare essence of what he is. 
It is this image. He looks yeah. like a kid who stuck a bunch of pennies in his parents' remote control and is now desperately trying to get them out. <laughs> and Sonic gets electrocuted and his head looks like a fucking Christmas tree. And to be fair, it looks like a Christmas tree from the back for the last few issues. I really wish Shadow yeah, was camera from the back. Christmas in the front, camera in the back. I really wish I really wish Shadow or Knuckles was like in the Freedom Fighters at this time, yeah. where just immediately after he electrocuted, one of them just goes, Shame he didn't die. <laughs> yeah, that's the stuff I wanna see. I wanna see Knuckles and Shadow bonding over mutual, mutual <laughs> Like, over this fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, Sonic being a He's huge dumbass. Sonic being a it's huge like, dumbass is like, Sally, you better get rid of that thing and electrocuted me. It's probably dangerous. Wow. Sally's like, no. <laughs> it's it has it's the one thing that has sense so far. It's my that it girlfriend. I, I do wanna I do wanna summarize the next two pages, because I do I do really like them. Um in oh, that yeah. take it away. So, so it's very clear that she's like going to go on a personal mission with Nicole to go check some yeah. stuff out. I like like because it's like it's very clear like it looks like she's going to actually go out and do it on her own, and the story is going to be oh she's going to get captured, and then they have to go out and save her like a typical like earlier issues did. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I like them just being there. And she's like, tries to talk him down, and then Sonic just throws the exact shit she said back at her. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> such a Sonic thing that, that he's stewing over something that has been said, and is like, I'm gonna fucking say it the yeah. first chance I get. <laughs> that panel, those two panels, a favorite of a young and impressionable Christopher Nolan and David Goyer. David Goyer, writer of my favorite film, Demonic Toys, as produced by Full Moon Features. Wait, shit, he wrote that? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, um, he, all right. <laughs> he wrote that. John. Fuck. Okay, all right. His I credits are now permanently on every Demonic Toys film as characters by David Goyer. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, then Can I, I I know him for something other than the Batman movies that I don't like very much. Cool. Can I can I mention something about the headband that Sally Lee wears real oh, quick? Oh yeah, sure. Isn't part of the point of a of a headband like that to keep your hair out of your face? Yeah. But she ties it over her little front like frond thing, and like it looks yeah, really she ties stupid. it over her front lock. Yeah. I think they were trying to do like a jazz jackrabbit thing, but they didn't quite get how to do it. Like, yeah, the it's, artist. Like, it's just your well, grace, you don't know how headbands work. It. Take the headband off. I mean, yeah, like some of the some of these panels look <laughs> super off model, like Bunny's face from the side when Sally says it's pointless to argue, like something's going on with her fucking with her fucking skull shape there that's like oh, yeah. what is happening there it's fine it <laughs> just looks like that that same panel look at sonic's that's... mouth why is he an old man oh my now God. <laughs> yeah exactly 
<laughs> yeah, so like I don't know. I, I think so much maybe happening. there's there's a little bit of off modelness in the art. It's it's okay. We can have a little off model as a treat. <laughs> so they really draw Sally muscular in this comic. Yeah, Jesus Christ. She, she looking real jacked. Can I? Sonic's face looks like the like the lemon face. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, can, we don't can have sake, so about... we'll suck on this lemon. Lemon. Jesus. So the phrase Robotnik's Border Patrol is used. Oh, yeah. Which I think... He's going to build a wall and make the Freedom Fighters pay for it. Sonic says abolish ICE. (laughs) Is that how I'm supposed to say it? I've been saying ICE. I think it's ICE. It's a a fucking acronym. I would assume that... It's an acronym, these nuts. <laughs> yeah, so so they they parachute out of the tornado, which in this kind of looks like the Red Baron's plane. They're gonna have, hop wall, wait. avoid avoid the SWAT bot patrols. I guess. Wait, did everyone jump out of the tornado? I can, can someone just hit it like the tornado just fucking crashing? Oh, wait, no, okay, all no, right. No, I, I, I was mistaken. I forgot Rotor isn't there because he's probably still flying it. I oh right, he is. Everybody crucial to the mission. Thank you for pointing that out. No, I like honestly thought Rotor came too. I was very confused. <laughs> I was like, dude, did the plane just eat shit in the forbidden zone? I'll okay. <laughs> just uh, put the autopilot on Sonic. It'll be fine. <laughs> so Sally shoots something at one of these SWAT bots. It's a paintball. It's a concentrated paintball. I want to talk about um, how smart I think that is because that's something about the SWAT bots design that I I think is in a lot of science fiction designs that is never touched on of them only having one like eye. Yeah. That you can just fucking take that shit out super easily. They're like, yeah, like they don't have any other sensory equipment at all, hardly, except for like sound. And that doesn't help you when you're like, oh, fuck, where did it go? God, I just figured it out. They're discount bargain bin Cylons. Yeah. Like when I was a kid watching Sad Am, I'm like, these fucking robots remind me of something, but I don't know what. And then years <laughs> later, I saw a Cylon Centurion and I went, that's it. Uh, <laughs> Getting boss baby vibes from this. <laughs> now, now I'm just picturing John Colicos as Dr. Robotnik, and I wish that Sonic had been around in the 70s somehow, so that could have been a thing. I do like that these murder bots are just have our program to be like, all right, they're in the fucked up zone. No point in following. <laughs> I like I like how Sonic <laughs> fucking detaches his head and throws it at them in the third panel. <laughs> wow, that's some that is some artistic interpretation. It's their tie-in I, for Decapitac. Fucking Yeah. Oh it, it drives me crazy oh, why shit, like the, they draw cut. the spin dash like that. Like it doesn't it doesn't look like that. Well, I didn't know it how, how to draw not, the fucking spin dash. Like you don't need his face there. You don't need to draw his face. We know it's Sonic. He's a fucking blue. 
It's either agony saw blade with his face on it, or he just pulls his own head off and throws it. Like, <laughs> just fucking draw a blue ball that's spinning around. Like, fuck. Give it uh, the little. Give it the little reflective loosh lines. So, so it's uh, not this hard. So Sonic hard. and the crew they march into the forbidden zone. Invade! 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 And they go over the thing. <laughs> And immediately, a giant robot Cyclops shows up, <laughs> and it's, oh, and it's it's this difficult fight. They can't get past him. They can't damage him. We're interrupted by a poster, <laughs> and then fucking Nicole tells us that it's key to detect motion. So if you just stand perfectly still, the robot won't attack you. I, I do like that Sonic figures that out on his own. It makes him feel a little more cognizant of the situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. instead of making him a huge dumbass. But like, bless you. Wouldn't the robot then? Wouldn't, wouldn't Mecha Cyclops <laughs> immediately reactivate when they start moving again? That's the question. That's I wonder if, yeah. like, it would be much more yeah. interesting for them to do like the flash shit, where like Sonic's moving so fast he looks like he's standing still. <laughs> that would have actually been. That would have also been very good. Yeah. I think. Uh, like this the is shit the that new and fighting the Batbot or whatever. This yeah. is the new Squidward falling asleep meme. I <laughs> 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 sleep. <laughs> anyway. Well, so thankfully they get past Blinky, so there will be no calamity and woe. And then and then a griffin appears. I of like that, I like that Tails is the one to solve this though. Yeah. I, I, I do too. It it's, gives it gives yeah. It gives our eight-year-old baby boy a thing to do. Yeah, this is one thing. This is one thing about this story that I really like a lot is everybody feels like they have a reason to be there, and everybody gets something to do. I appreciate that a lot. I wish the previous eight million or however the fuck many issues we've read so far had been like that. Instead of uh, Sonic solves it by doing nothing. The end. It's also like specifically with Tails, they barely done anything with them even though there's really no reason not to do something with them i really like from what i did watch of like set am i i really didn't like the way they wrote tales like yeah season two he gets yeah. more to he do he gets a little more to do but like he's uh, still he's still not the tales that i want it's like, very much the idea of him being like baby still yeah. um and i kind of also like the idea of sonic having a little bit of sense of stakes that like yeah tails is his best friend but tails is also a child he's not going to risk his best friend i kind of like those ideas a sense of stakes and when they do use him it's because tails gets what everyone is like socially um so he can pick up when shit's wrong very quickly like yeah. I, like kids do um, yeah, like he can tell that that Sally isn't Sally, and she's actually a robot. And I think it also plays on the uh, Tails idolizes Sonic thing when Tails yeah, goes yeah. out and does something bad when he's nowhere near the amount ready to do it. Like he can be almost like Sonic, but just not quite like that. I think that encapsulates a lot of yeah. frustration yeah. kids have yeah. about like trying to live up to things they want to do. Exactly. Um, which I think, I think it can be a problem sometimes. Cause I know sometimes tales, they try to write 
Tails as the point of view character. Like, oh, that's the one kids will identify with. But yeah. no, the kids will identify with Sonic whether they fit them or exactly. not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like the Star Wars prequels. I gotta put kid characters in the movie so kids can identify with it. It's like no, with I'll try I don't, spinning. I don't want to be. That's a good I don't want to be. Um, Klagnon Magufu <laughs> waving a lightsaber around in the little training place. I want to fucking be Obi-Wan fighting I robots. Do, I do want to be the kid that says Master Skywalker, there are too many of them, what do we do? Um, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to be I want to be that kid every time I remember the prequels exist. I'm like, just please please take me, end it now. I think three's fine. I think three is. <laughs> three's, I like three's is the best enjoyable. of the three of them. Tomato, tomato. Anyway, um, so the, the Griffin was also a robot, I guess, and you break the circuit by pulling the sword out, which is a little silly, and I don't know that I like it, but it's Tails solving a problem and doing shit in the story, so I'll give it a pass. I really like the idea, because they're like, when they get to the next thing, which is the two-headed dragon, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fucking, literally the labyrinth thing. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fucking, fucking Gleok from Legend of Zelda, yeah. but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's this old puzzle. Of, yeah, you know, one tells the truth and one always lies. I really but like this dragon. The design I really like, but also what I really like is that he's like a legend. The she says that, like Nicole says that he's a legend, but he's a biomechanical watchdog, which I think is a really cool thing a lot of fiction doesn't touch on because mm -hmm. they kind of make the delineation between like, well, tech is in the future and then magic and shit is in the past. Yeah. I like the idea of there being legend yeah, stuff yeah. that's tech. That's yeah. super neat yeah. to me. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's that's a, like, yeah, it's got kind of that it's magic. Like, yeah. Uh, it's like with the first, Steve. the very first Final Fantasy kind of has like shades of that. Yeah, yeah. With the the flying city and the ancient airship. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You go to the flying rooms, and it's literally like it's a satellite. Yeah. Now so I just figured out that this guy is this guy's basically the Archie Sonic version of Gamera. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, the back of Sonic's head. I understand the the, the confusion. <laughs> I mean, like, and they both, and they both biomechanical just creature. I, I like the yeah, and I, you know what? I, I I like I like Polysaurus Rex here. He he's, yeah, he, he's he's That's they're, a they're really fun, fun design. Yeah. Like the the faces are very expressive and like, and they have yeah. And Sally solves the puzzle because of course she does because she's really smart. Yeah, and they have a hearty laugh and they're like, go in that door or actually go in the other door. <laughs> Whoops! Don't fuck it up. <laughs> Like I just did. Oh boy! And three stars. I so did Julila like build all this, or I'm I'm a little confused. But all right, I I feel like it's probably more like she just she just knew about it. it. And was like, but knew yeah. about it and like knew it would be a good place to hide shit. Yeah. Uh, okay, all right. So she she set the situation up, but she didn't build all this. Is the implication? Yeah. All right, yeah. And so we, we go to the little, we go into the little treasure chamber and there's a teeny little box and what's inside it is, is a scroll. And then we time skip to the future and Bunny is no longer a robot and is also just naked. She's, she's also, also naked. Just, just, she's has, still, just everything's out she, there. 
She doesn't even have shoes. <laughs> can we? I I want to talk Tails about. Now has glasses. I I um, just want to fucking talk about Tails's face. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's the face you make when your friend just came in the room <laughs> naked. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like, like from the, the, the framing of is, is like covering up Bunny's boobs. It's like implying that there's something. <laughs> yeah, it's like there. Austin Powers censoring. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, this is the implication I'm taking away from this frame, um, because because they've. I know what what Bunny's relationship status is later. I'm gonna not talk about it. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah. like the framing of this, where Antoine's in the back and just old as shit, and then uh-huh. but then Sally and Sonic are next to each other, and then Tails and Bunny are next to each other. I think the implication might have been that they thought, "Oh, Tails and Bunny are gonna get together." Ah, oh. I think that's what they may have thought at the beginning. Maybe, b- yeah. Before like, before they wrote in twenty different things for Tails to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, that feels. It does feel weird. I'm going but... to choose to read Tails' expression as I am looking respectfully. God. <laughs> <laughs> what? But, I, yeah. I'm looking at Tails a little bit closer. Why is it the same face as this? Why is it the same face? <laughs> <laughs> they even have like similar hair. What the I fuck? I mean, you're not. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> It's David Taylor. This is all mean. Well, yeah. this is all mean. So we've skipped to the future. The war against Robotnik is over. Sally is queen now, and Sonic is king, I guess. And they boned. They boned. And they, they had they they just, just look exactly like them, only smaller. And I, Max is here. He's somehow not dead. So uh, Rotor. Rotor has built coal. Max I looks guess. busted as shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> He, so I, he doesn't look great. I like and that. Rotor <laughs> uses the the big Frankenstein power pylons to send Nicole to the past and set all of this up. And Sally sits on the balcony and looks at a shooting star. And is that going to be another space computer? Who knows? I, so, so part of this, what I really yeah. feel like works about the bootstrap paradox in this context mm. is. Nicole always felt kind of weird in the world of Not Whole. They don't get electricity until episode six, <laughs> but they have oh, Nicole yeah. the yeah, whole like a, time. Yeah, yeah, the water wheel, yeah. Oh. So I think it kind of also just makes sense. Um, of course, because it's just taking inspiration from Sad AM, it's yeah. not a clean fit as the yeah. explanation for yeah. her. But it's a fit that I can agree with. Um, I also like that the the what they chose to do with the designs of the kids is something they just decide we're gonna stick to this. Yeah, until yeah. it's over. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, there's like a sense of continuity. I kind of like that. Yeah, I also appreciate that they skipped over the awkward early version of Nicole seen in the heads or tails uh, pilot where she just looks like a fucking heart monitor machine with wheels on it. <laughs> that was what was keeping Jubela alive. 
it was just it, it, it wasn't like it wasn't like a regular heart monitor beep. Yeah. She it was just Nicole saying beep, <laughs> and then Nicole yeah. is like, "I've had enough of this," and just unplugs herself. <laughs> She's like, "You're on your own, bitch." <laughs> So the next story is the Mirror Zone. It feels like a leftover Mike Gallagher thing. Uh, it kind of does. Sonic gets giant fuck hands for one panel, and all the words are backwards. <laughs> Look at it in the mirror to understand. Look That's giant fuck hands. Oh I, my god, I didn't even notice. I just god. didn't. It's I not didn't. really worth discussing. <laughs> I have a question. It's not <laughs> worth discussing because I didn't fucking read it because I'm not holding yeah, my computer I skipped up it too. here. I have a question though. Do you think they wrote this knowing the next issue of the Sonic comic was a multiverse story? Because it seems super weird to do I mean, the mirror dimension against the multiple universe story. Yeah. <laughs> I, maybe I don't know. So uh, uh, yeah, I want to talk Once about this off-model Sonic here. Why is it? Why is? is oh yeah, that, that's that's what I was referring to. Is so not only are his hands yeah. the size of his head, fucking his head is the fuck, size of his fuck body. Hand, fuck hands, McCog. <laughs> his body, <laughs> hands, and head are all the same size, and he, he looks has awful. Different proportions in every single panel. His torso is expanded a little. It looks like he looks like those cortical homunculi. Fuck! Someone really saw like about, right? Sonic's design and just kind of went like, "How the fuck?" <laughs> Speaking of off-model, let's talk about the fan art page. I want to no, talk about kids. like I think most of this is technically kids. good. They're yeah, like, I, I like this one here, like the the plane with everyone standing on it. It's nice and dynamic. I make I'm gonna you make the assumption everyone getting something to do. I don't know who that bird guy is, but he's neat. I'm gonna make the assumption if it doesn't show their age, it's an adult. Um, Brandy Epps. Brandy Epps is down bad. Brandy Epps <laughs> predicting some of the future of how yeah, the girl characters yeah, are drawn in this real. series. But also very much, yeah. <laughs> I hope Brandy yeah. Epps is living her best life. Yeah. Uh, Justin Necross, like, it's a good image, but the way they've colored the back of Knuckles' mouse looks like he's got, like, a fucking big hole in his teeth. Like, someone just, yeah, <laughs> just fucking hit him in the face. And it's just, oh, it's, 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 it's a mouth guard for his lower jaw. <laughs> and then we like got our Kurt first Angle. Scourge fan art. Yeah, we got, we got, <laughs> yeah, we, got yeah. oh, we got Proto Scourge fan art here by there Casper he Jarvis, age nine, from, from Bump Ass, Virginia. <laughs> And I and after the fan art stuff, we have a Tails story, and I think this is really good because it gives Tails something to do. It matches like him oh, being wait, wait, very uh, childish. Oh uh, fuck! I was gonna talk about Trigger. Where in the in the letters page? Oh shit! I I always uh, skip fucking uh, Amy's Amy Swope, also from Virginia, comes up for a freedom fighter. Uh, named Trigger, who is a pirate. Oh, and they right. draw him. Yeah. He's the little pirate dog, and the comic artist drew him, and he's kind of adorable. I like him. Oh, that's very cute. That is I don't know. I don't Trigger it's growing been up. a minute since I, since I paid any attention to these comics, so I don't know if Trigger ever shows up in any capacity again, but you know, it's, it's nice that they did that. Was this about Triceratops? Also, I also had a character named Trigger growing up, no. but he was a Triceratops. 
Oh, I, it was okay. based on the stuffed animal, which I still own. Ah. Oh. Okay. That's cute. Can I submit my yeah. Sonic fan? It's just, oh, yes. Um, here it comes. Yes. It's coming. There we go. <laughs> I like how the wrinkles on his forehead look like a smaller face. Can we, can we make it go back to the Discord channel? No, they, no, they, they totally do. Oh just... <laughs> it looks like a blob fish face. I want that to be the image for the, the Discord chat. That's yeah. it. Oh, that's it. There we go, yeah. That's, that's our fucking... That's the fucking picture. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, man. So how about <laughs> Tails' as tall as tail? Yeah. I think it's really good. Like, of course they do, like, the lying story, but the fact that they give him something to do... Yeah. And also, I don't know, I like... This isn't story important, so I'm doing an abridged version. Is it... Is she, like, a mouse? Mm. I think she's uh, a possum. She, I think it's a possum. What the fuck she is. She is. It a took pop- me a long yes. time to figure it out. Yeah. I, well, no, I figured out. I figured out pretty quick that she's a possum. Not only from the naming convention, because because her name's Posey. Uh, Posey possum. I get it. I I am four. But also because <laughs> she looks like Walt Kelly's character Pogo. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they, I see. Yeah. They they yeah a lot a lot of Walt Kelly's characters have. That looks a lot better than Posey. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. You were right. You're right because I I just did found she had a wiki page trivia. Posey's design is modeled after Pogo Possum from Walt Kelly's Pogo yeah. comics. Yeah. I think yeah. Pogo oh wow. Was also a major inspiration for Bone. If you've read those comics. I think okay. she has a cute design. Yeah. 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 I I think she has bad. a cute design. I like her. Um, I, I just, don't like her design. I don't. I'm, I'm not weird. as big a fan of fucking a fucking Tudor Turtle here. <laughs> I think I would have been he fine like, if they kept her. He around, looks though. like a fucking proto Bentley from Slime. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> God, like I don't know if Posey stuck around. Like Slime. I get it's a meta joke about the Sonic fandom. Yeah, like, like that's one thing too. Is I'm kind of surprised that there hasn't been like a legit Sonic Con, at least not one that I've heard of. There's an online convention that's held that every year. I also love in this second panel introducing the convention that the convention center, which looks like it's in a tree, the top just disappears into thin air. <laughs> mm, you gotta finish drawing that. <laughs> Come on. They built it out of like the hollowed out stump of like a giant redwood. <laughs> yeah, <the> budget. <laughs> too hard to draw a yeah. full tree in every I frame. I wonder if they assumed that. Uh, Tails' speech bubble would cover up yeah. that entire corner. I, I think, <laughs> but I think they yeah. didn't. I, I, I think I think you're super right. I, I think, think that's exactly what happened. I think it's meant to be a stump, or at least they late changed it to but a there's stump. There's no. Yeah. Line. Well, that's the first time it appears, but the second time it appears, it's very clearly a stump. Yeah. So there's, there's... I guess that's them trying to. It feels like them trying to like make. It makes sense, I guess. Yeah, it, it could be either, like, honestly. But it's like, it after that image, it clearly becomes a stump that maybe they realize, like, oh, shit, the speech <laughs> bubbles aren't covering yeah. stuff up. Um, yeah. Just like, let's change it to make it a stump. I, I don't know how to feel about, about Toadzilla here. It's like Tales the second coming of Universe Salamander. With his, yeah, he's yeah, got, yeah, like, yeah. 
He's got like the fucking Don Bluth villain <laughs> teeth. Yeah. I like that oh, yeah. Tails has a gun voiced, for some he looks reason. Like he should be voiced by Tim Curry. I read this as Sawcon. Um <laughs> <laughs> Like Sawcon these nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then speaking of toads, Robotnik shows up in a fucking tall walker from Battletoads. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sawcon, as known from these balls fame. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, God, yeah. And Tails overcome with a raging bloodlust. Um, Look at that fucking face. <laughs> He's so pissed. He beats her butt and I can save the day and girl kiss him. Um, yeah, she, you can do that. That's, that's about. Baby That's the best part of it. Well, let's do Into the Sonic Verse next. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, okay. Into the Sonic oh, we're doing Night of a Thousand Sonics. Yeah. All right. We're move along a little issue, bit. Uh, yeah. Issue nineteen. Let's do it. Uh, who wants hey, it? I, I'll take it. All right. Go for it. So. Uh, so a portal just opens, but I guess that's how a lot of multiverse stories open. So yeah. I can't like I can't critique yeah. that because that's what fine. they all do. That's fine. Um, Cyborg Sonic shows up, which is I think is a super cool idea um, because it is. I like him. Really it is cool idea. I don't like his design very much. Yeah, I, I, I think it a little better. I think. I think shoes. Give them I, to me. Yeah, it's clearly an Arnold joke, but I think I think if they could get clearance to like alter the Metal Sonic design to be like mm. a half thing, mm. I think it would have been better. Yeah. Um, but I like it because it's I like that character especially because of the fact um it's what they're under threat of the whole yeah. series. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, just, you know, not all robots. I just don't understand how his mouth is supposed to work. I don't either. I assume he talks out the side <laughs> of his mouth. It, it it works like this. Don't think about it. Yeah. It's just like, um, it reminds me of how I used to draw, like, cyborg characters when I was, like, eight. Oh. <laughs> Where it was just like, you just draw it half this thing. And so then I grew up and realized that doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Now you guys have so, given me the idea to like, or the the urge to redraw Cyborg Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Cable but Sonic is here now. Uh, Sonic goes over multiverse concepts, and really, there's three frames of him explaining it, but really, two of them are just being like, "Hey, remember this happened before?" And there yeah. was this other character that's definitely not going to appear later in this comic. Yeah, but, but the not going to be improved by a later writer. But the idea of, but the concept of a multiverse is very concisely explained in one panel, where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's other similar universes and just as many different versions of me. Um, uh, Cyborg Sonic also has this bit where he'll just say blank mode, whatever he's about to do, uh, which I'm I'm waiting for someone to just edit to say sicko mode and then like <laughs> deep fake puppet him to dance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so i like the, there's an implication uh for because cosmic sonic's backstory is they got like partly roboticized but they maintained their consciousness like they were able to escape 
Uh, and then they were going to kill Eggman, and then Eggman roboticized himself. And there's, a, a, like, a, um implication, it may be unintentional, that all the Freedom Fighters from Cyborg Sonic's universe are dead but him. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I, I kind of like that, but as a storytelling concept that he's like from a doomed universe. Um, I always, it's like a sad character thing to do. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of Marvel. He's early silver. A lot of of Cape comic clout chasing in this story. God, silver is also just cable. He really, like silver's, emotional resolution of, well, he just lives in the current time now, is the same emotional resolution of Cable in Deadpool yeah, 2. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate uh, the cameo by that big steamroller fucker from Mega Man 7 Yeah, on page 3 here. So they gather a multiverse of Sonics in just an off-screen way, which I guess yeah. this, like, Spider-Verse the animated one, is now, the like, the blueprint one. for, like, per- <laughs> like perfect multiverse story. Yeah, yeah. Um, so of course it's just like, you know, we got them. There's no interesting way to introduce Wolverine Sonic or Batman Sonic, which is a very much like, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course there is. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, they're all just here. Fuck it. I like that one um, of them is just jacked as hell. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's Hulk Sonic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, cue that fucking Vince McMahon gif. I like the one up, up at the front. <laughs> yeah. with the earring. So, he's just got the earring in his right ear so that you know he's gay. Yeah. yeah, the well, the stubble helps too. I and the, like, yeah, no, and, and the leather glove. I don't <laughs> like tattoo. the smug expression on fucking Merlin Sonic. He's he's fucking out of his fucking mind. He he's gone. And right next to him, we got Captain Crunch Sonic. <laughs> Captain Crunch Sonic, the S on his hat is the uh, is the Shrek S, oh, which I just want to make sure everyone noticed. <laughs> It's Shrunch. They knew. They knew it was to come. Uh, I just want to throw this in that (laughs) everyone has something to say about this place. (laughs) I I was just going to quickly ask if Sherlock Holmes Sonic is high off his ass on cocaine right now. Um, If if we're being true to the character. Of course he is. Um, I like that there's a, a different caveman Sonic than the one we've already met. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not uh, Sonog the Boghog. This is this is this is Grand Sonic. We got um, Sonog and the cooler Sonog. Yeah, and, and Buff Sonic <laughs> is Sonic if he was created by Rob Liefeld. Anyway, Kingpin yeah. um, <laughs> Sonic, fucking no, Doctor no, Sarasawa. No, you can see his off. feet. Yeah, fucking Doctor Sarasawa. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it is Hulk Sonic. He's got purple pants on. So there it is. And Sonic tries Dr. to tell us Sonic about to use the oxygen destroyer in the middle of this crowded arena. <laughs> a monster. <laughs> anyway, yeah, a crisis is upon us. Yeah, so you, you, like you a crisis slick, on Tiger. infinite stunts. <laughs> you ain't oh. slick. We know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So so he and also this the thought bubble from Sally being that they've already implied a crush. That thought bubble <laughs> makes me wonder what the implication of oh, that is. Yeah, um, I, I think I think you know what the implication is. Um, 
I like Robo Robotnik. I don't feel like they did a lot with his design, but I like yeah. the concept of a yeah. more fucked up Eggman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I really, really love that concept uh, to the point that, like, um, in this hypothetical, like, Sonic, like, writing project that I would like to do, will probably never do, but I will think about it. Like, that is something I had where it's like, oh, like, Eggman's been a robot for a very, very long time. Um, and I think this is also the first time that uh, Eggman... I'm gonna keep calling him fucking Eggman. People yeah, are gonna get pissed. It's, it's, it's um, Eggman. Yeah. Was it originally Eggman in Japan and yeah, but Robotnik? This ver- like, he was always originally Eggman, but American Sonic fans are like, no, this version specifically is Robotnik. Yeah, I, yeah. I think Sonic would have naturally landed on the name Eggman regardless. Yeah. Because it yeah. is the shitty thing Sonic calls him in American canon. Um, <laughs> I liked the way that they introduced that in the movie because all yes. of that, because his little drones looked like Yeah, Eggman. yeah, yeah. That was that was clever. I also I appreciated also that they were like early Archie Comics uh, SWAT bot colors. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I hope in the next movie he's like crazy enough to actually make like animal shaped bots. Yeah, I want proper bad. Oh names. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be super that. nice. I mean, my dream is for them to have SWAT bots at some point in the movie. I even agree. if it's just for a little bit. That, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be radical. I think those should be like his end game bots, like the ones that's like the your fucks robots. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, like how the, the SWAT troopers bots from Mandalorian. Like, yeah. Or yeah. Like the, how the SWAT bots later get upgraded into from, uh, from Mandalorian. You fucker. <laughs> They're not from Mandalorian. But <laughs> I mean, you could say any Star Wars thing to me, and I will blindly agree with it because I don't uh, know. Yeah, shit. Was, no, uh, they date uh, way, yeah. way, way back to the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> they probably uh, back. To the oh yeah, the, the, the I just the, remembered the, they the came Doom, from Dark Doom Forces Clone. or whatever. So yeah, I'm sorry. The Doom Clone game, uh, Star Wars <laughs> Dark Forces, which is fucking Austin sick hell revealed for a poser. Yeah, yeah. You know Star Wars fan. <laughs> you know what? Equivalent exchange. I go to college, but I'm a Star Wars poser. You know what? I'm fine with that. I like that I'm the one saying this, despite the fact that I think it's very easy to say (laughs) that you're probably a bigger Star Wars fan than I am. (laughs) Um, So also, uh, I think, I I don't know if I already said this because we got off a little bit. Uh, My brain is not 100%. I think think this is the first time ever they have Sonic and Eggman team up for like a genuine situation. I yeah. yeah. And not and not like yeah. a little thing like that maybe might be in Adventures of Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. I don't know. I haven't seen all of it. Where maybe he like, oh I did a fucked up thing. Help me. And Sonic's like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is the like, first one where it's like yeah. genuinely we need to take care of this now. Yeah. Well, I think Adventures of Sonic has, like, negative canon, so I don't think you need to watch it at all. <laughs> oh, no, no, come on now. What, where else are we going to have... No, King Arthur and the Knights of the Hound Table are so important. So, I mean, honestly, with this who? comic, they might show up and be very important. <laughs> it's entirely... They're really important to someone somewhere. Let, let's not forget looking Every at the, the wiki page for, the, for Alan Kell and seeing Gods of War under it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I mean, 
I mean, it, it's very possible. Have have are we all aware of who Amy's cousin is? Uh, oh, I don't yeah. think I. Am. I think my brain I might be, that. but I might. Yeah, I might just not remember. Lay it on us. Robin Hood Sonic <laughs> named Rob Robo yeah. Hedge. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Rob of the Hedge. Okay, yeah. Never mind. So, I, I know who that is. I now. actually kind of like him. Also, Amy's parents are dead. I just want to throw that out there. It's something I think about a lot. And it's something Sonic has no empathy for. Does Sonic even know? I don't know. But I, I like the idea of, of Amy like venting about it. And then Sonic being like, gee, that sucks. Both my parents are still alive. Are <laughs> Do we ever get confirmation that Sonic's parents are in fact alive? Yeah, in Archie we do. Oh, in Archie, yeah, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just thinking it's like, you know, he doesn't react to that because his parents are dead too, and he's like, yeah, okay. No, so- just- Sonic's a shithead. <laughs> There's no way around it. <laughs> For some reason, that just reminded me like of the, the intro, like CG intro to Sonic Adventure, where you see like Amy carrying groceries. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think, like, is this like fucking Naruto where they just stick this child into an apartment by themselves <laughs> and they're like, yeah, figure it out. That's why I'm so like heavy on like, this is an adult. Amy has a mortgage. <laughs> Amy, like, <laughs> and also just it's so shit that like she's like one of the few animals in the Sonic Adventure world. And no one talks to her for twenty day <laughs> recap. It's like that's I haven't the seen them in a while. That's like the what the fuck me. are they like, doing? <laughs> they live on Earth. Everyone like this whole in time? that era of of like Sonic canon, everyone is so mean to Amy. It's like yeah. heartbreaking. I don't think she has a friend until like I guess. I don't even Gamma. know if Shadow, Shadow is really her friend until, I like, maybe Shadow, Shadow the Hedgehog. I he think kind Shadow... Gets to know her a bit. I, I can fucking info-dump about why I think the, the path with Amy and Shadow the Hedgehog to the true hero ending is the canon one. Because um, I've written up a thing on that, why that's definitely the canon path. Um, but I think Gamma would be the first genuine friend she makes. Oh, right, yeah, um, Gamma. Yeah. And then... And, and then, then I think cream. I would put cream, and then I would probably put shadow after that. Yeah, um, and then silver. And then I, I think sorta. <laughs> I think somewhere between heroes and 06, Sonic, it was more like, yeah, I'll have a genuine friendship with you. Somewhere yeah. in between, because Sonic well, is significantly less of a dickhead in 06. That's yeah. true. He gets around to it. He's a like, massive dickhead in Sonic Riders, though, where he, like, actively hits her with yeah. an attack. <laughs> like, yeah. What about Because Eggman is holding her hostage. What about the part in fucking Riders where, like, she, like, makes a very, like, passive flirt? It's not even the most overt he- she's ever been. And he goes, eh. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Eat shit, dickhead. <laughs> Sonic Riders is a story about like no. two, di- two different Ew. teams of characters, and the leaders of both are total assholes. <laughs> and that's like the impetus of the plot, and why everything moves forward is because these two dickheads just themselves. 
like have to like compete with each other and get everyone else wrapped up in it. So speaking of Sonic 06 tangentially, I initially my brain didn't register that this burning Sonic here was supposed to be human torch. So I just thought, oh, everyone's just on fire in that world. And I thought of just Penny as Sonic in the in the Snap Cube dub. <laughs> oh my god! Someone help me! I sent uh-huh. Sonic to the Hell Dimension because he disrespected gamers. <laughs> it's, I, so I'm playing through Sonic 06 right now, and it's so hard not to just sometimes hear the like the dub lines over like scenes that I recognize. Yeah, that's yeah. my arm. <laughs> So this is food, Elise. <laughs> who who so, are these little shit kids Sonics that are fucking with Hulk Sonic are supposed to be? So at first I, I thought first I thought they because one of them has like Jughead's crown. Yeah. Like, oh, they're the Archie I, I, I group, but none of them are wearing the other oh, Archie character shit. Yeah. Of, uh, <laughs> it's a so I'm I'm just gonna assume they're quintuplets in their dimension. I um I think maybe they're that other Dennis the Menace from Britain or or like or Car and Buster or something like that. Cause I've noticed there's at least in a lot of early issues, there's kind of weird Britishisms. They're the hedgehogal shits. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck the deal is. Even though we've already said it, I just registered now to the to me that so- Buff Sonic's wearing pants. Yeah, and they're I don't cool. like that they drew a bulge. Oh, in this panel, what? I don't I, like hey, that. No. Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Sonic is packing. <laughs> he like just it. came back from Sokoan. <laughs> Please let's move on. Okay. Moving on because we've it's been it's been two hours. Yeah, it's been, we've only t- <laughs> it's been um, one and a half. Oh fuck! Um, so I think Eggman's plan is fucking crazy, and it's such like a leap in multiverse shit that yeah. like I don't think even things that are designed to work around multiverse shit talk about of the space between dimensions. And there's totally some alien weapon there that I can use. And it Robo Robotnik, but really I, I'm just gonna use it to fuck all of you. Really, really we'll get to that more. And then Scourge shows up and his his thing is the first thing he says after being brought into the world is, Hey, what's shaking? Where am I? <laughs> hey, Perceptor, what's shaking? Other than this fortress. So I also like that when they go to the neutral zone, it's a fun way to save on paying to like color, yeah. but also oh, it yeah, kind of kinda gives the game away a little bit, being like, hey, you guys can color the pages. Like, no. Um, yeah, I don't want to. You ruined the resale value. They, they were running out of blue ink. And that's, that's definitely the fucking infinity gauntlet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like when we yeah. first see it, there's no color. Later, it's revealed to be the same blue as Robo Robotnik, but it's definitely the Infinity Gauntlet. And I'm just yeah. registering now that Mummy Sonic might be Decapitac Sonic. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that Police Sonic is the Waku Waku Police Force Sonic or Traffic Police. <laughs> um, 
So Scourge gets activates the um the dimensional thing to get the hand to Robo Robotnik, and Robo Robotnik puts it into his Sentinel. So yeah. his this is I feel like looking Sentinel uh, giant org. We said it in chat earlier, but there was that uh, earlier issue where they were like uh, said like in memory of. Jack Kirby. Yeah, I think yeah. this was the issue they wrote immediately after he died. Because uh, there's so it's much old. shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of, like, like I said, there's a lot of Cape Comic clout chasing in this. <laughs> it's very, yeah, like, very classic superhero comic, and I think that's why it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's it's got, it's got, like, a, yeah. <laughs> I like that Human Torch Sonic just touches them all. In one panel where they get back oh, together yeah. to be friends. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, right next to like Lumpy Sonic. Sonic. Can we talk about Lumpy Sonic? What the fuck is? What is this? So I realize oh, it's supposed to be the thing. Be? <laughs> oh, I, think, I think he's supposed to be the thing. But he looks it like looks a awful. Why? Just fucking make him orange. It's horrifying. Then. I think it may have blended in with the orange of 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 uh of I will set myself on fire, Sonic. I don't think fucking draw it. I think it could also be a um a mandate from Sega that they couldn't just do a different colored Sonic. Um because like the only yeah. different colored Sonic is the Sonic whose bit is that he's on fire. Yeah. If I were to do multiverse Sonics and I was trying to think of everything <laughs> I would do before I could land on Robin Hood, but Sonic, I would have been like, what if he was orange? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would have landed on that first, but yeah. I'm guessing there must have been a reason that they just were like, no, we can't do that. Well, it's like orange is the opposite from blue on the color wheel, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Why, just, why is, there we go. So Anti Sonic should be orange then. To show that he's the opposite. Orange of Scourge. Well, Scourge Scor is green Scor for a reason, and we'll Scorin. get to Scourge. Scourge. There we go. Can we talk about well, how terrifying the let's hit him with everything we've got page is? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's Christ. doing the, everyone's doing the fucking agony spin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing that yell magnified by a thousand layered. I'm imagining a motion comic set to the Show him what I'm made of! <laughs> just fucking bombarding him. And they're all just screaming, Oh, it's and Jam time! Oh, God, my spine! The twist I here is this, this, is what in, this is what was in Hulk Sonic's pants. <laughs> all these spin dashes. I, this is a He's like, what? Like Kenders' Star Trek clout chasing will become Kenders. much more apparent later, but there's a little of it here. Like giant Borg, the neutral zone. Like he he's trickling it in. They're they're little tastes. They're little tastes of what's to come. Just hmm. a little sip. Yeah, you just you're not ready yet. These are fruits you must not taste. <laughs> uh, they, they, they hit him and, and he is dead giant Borg is fucking ruined he's, he's 
They fucking That's decapitate it. this robot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's just a talking head, just like Bruce Valanche and Ice this, Pirates. This feels like, because, again, the setup is to make sure it doesn't get put back together, everyone yeah. takes a piece of it. This feels telegraphed to come back. This yeah. feels oh, yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. it's like, you're like, it leaves the reader on the, it can't happen again, but Can knowing it? comics the way I do... Someone's gonna go around and kill all these other versions of Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> these pieces. Exactly. And it's gonna be Scourge. Yeah. No. It's again. Yeah. It's like. It, I I feel like maybe. Or. Uh, oh shit! I, I they super that. didn't deal with Scourge. Yeah. I was gonna say he just, yeah. just disappeared. Yeah. He's still he definitely so just sad. got away. Yeah. But yeah. Like yeah, they they gave him they give him, but yeah, they give all the pieces of the, the giant Borg like the mother box treatment from from Justice League, where they just just bury him in a bunch of different places. I'm sure no one will reunite <laughs> them. Like, eh. yeah, I won't be back. Hasta la vista, Hedgehog. Yeah, real clever. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely they were going Schwarzenegger when I think they yeah, could have yeah. done. Like, we had Metal Sonic at this point. We had two versions of Metal Sonic yeah. at this point. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. You could even win Sonic. I mean, technically three if Sonic CD was out. I was thinking Silver Sonic, specifically, oh, well, that you yeah, could have well, used. That, well, he was, that was, yeah, yeah. I think oh, Silver no, I Sonic would have been the... Silver Sonic would have been the easiest fit to do the half and half thing, because their quills are the same. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, they're, they're like a big. They're, yeah, they're those. They're like a spinning saw blade, like like Gigan's thing in his chest, which I always thought was really neat. <laughs> well, and he's you, got the one red eye. Have, oh my god, have, they're the same. You may oh have god. <laughs> summer to draw something. We'll see yeah. how that goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. Um, was there anything in the letters page? I don't remember. Uh, let me let me scroll let me scroll down here. Uh... No, it's just no, it's just uh, hyping up uh, the the Princess Sally miniseries. Someone asked <laughs> again. Someone brought up about the oh my god <laughs> that, that some fucked up shit happened. Apparently, people ask what kind of animal Antoine is, and they were saying a fox, which is incorrect. Yeah, he's like supposed to be a coyote. Like, yeah, that's. I think that's established yeah. later. I uh, see uh, um, this. That's a thing that frustrates me about Antoine. Like all the main freedom fighters are based on those little animal buddies that come out of the badniks. Yeah. Except mm -hmm. for him. Base him <laughs> on one of those. Make make him. I don't know. You know. You, you use the use the fucking chicken. I don't yeah, know. There needs to be bird. Because he's a coward. Get it? It's a visual pun. Boom. Easy stuff. It writes itself. <laughs> Yeah. I think there's also a bit of a visual pun with him being a coyote, though, because that makes him a scavenger feeding on the oh, cloud yeah. of everybody yeah, else. Oh, yeah. I mean, th that also works. It's just, it's just, he feels like with Sally and Bunny and Rotor, like, they're at least tangentially related to Sonic. He's just here. Yeah. And he, just, yeah. he sticks out like a sore thumb to me, and I just, I wish that it was a little more cohesive. Yeah, I feel like That's if you base him on the chicken, though, it also, like, yeah. sets up a neat sort of subversion of the stereotypical chicken where it's like he's yeah. if he's a chicken he's also by association he's also a rooster so you can get into the like the fighting cock thing yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, like especially because because like 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 chickens. The, the whole what are you chicken? Like it doesn't like chickens are fucking. They're chickens brutal. will end your fucking life. <laughs> they have never forgotten that they were dinosaurs. <laughs> so. So, uh, should we do issue twenty next, or should we jump into into Sally's? Magic I mean, issue issue twenty magic. sets up Sally, so we yeah. okay. All right, all right. We'll, yeah. we'll go. Okay. Uh, any who who wants to take uh, Sonic issue twenty? If no one wants to do it, I can abridge it super fast. I mean, I can yeah. probably also yeah. abridge it really fast. I, I I could also abridge it really fast because Give it's it literally because it's literally an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. The only <laughs> interesting bit at all is that Sonic would would be willing to kill himself to inconvenience Robotnik. <laughs> that's <laughs> dedication. Yeah, that's, that's okay. the most, yeah, that's the that's the basic premise of this issue or this storyline yeah. is that. Uh, everyone thinks that Sonic is dead because he blew up an antimatter thing that made him go invisible and like intangible. Yeah, and couldn't be heard for like a bit. I so don't every- know how antimatter would make something invisible or intangible. Yeah, I'm not a quantum because, physicist, because but it's I a think comic, and it might works. as well be magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they don't know what antimatter is. It's just a cool science word, yeah. and that yeah, like yeah. nano machines. I mean, yeah. I'll ask Uncle Matter when I meet him. Uncle uh, Matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. this, I'm this sorry, is... I was possessed by the ghost of Gallagher for a moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I, that is something I actually do want to mention is that this is written by the the other writer from back in like the early issues, uh, hey, Angelo. This is Artie. Yeah, this is Artie. I don't know how to pronounce his name. It doesn't matter. This is but, like. It is noticeably not filled with puns and not unbearable. <laughs> yeah. The, so it's like, wow, when he's not trying to be like copying Gallagher's writing style, yeah. or his writing is tolerable. Yeah. When Gallagher's like, not around to give input. He's like, the chains are off. I can actually write like, it. Finally, I, I am free. Also, <laughs> also them drench- addressing like the French resistance from World War II. That kind of yeah. just kind of hit me weird. I was like, uh, I was like, but why though? Why that reference? Yeah. Out of everything you could have referenced, I think, I think the main things that need to be mentioned are Tails' the, the shitty statue. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. I also yeah. like that the moose <laughs> is in the water eating water plants because that's it's, like literally a thing that moose do. It's it's Sanic. Uh, yeah. yeah. The other the other oh, important thing is Tails' letter. Where he's oh, yeah. like, I know you're not dead. I yeah, know you're alive, so I let this know. And then there's a PS at the end where it says if you are dead, then pay no attention to this letter. That actually got me to crack a smile. I, I know, would, like that's that's that something funny. I would write. Yeah. Um the thing that I find interesting about Tail this thing they set up of Tails not believing it because he didn't see it. Um I think that would have been like to like play that off for like at least a, a one or two issues of Tails being like really fucked up that he doesn't believe Sonic's dead and ev- that would even be good for like a twenty years later type story where oh, Sonic yeah. disappeared yeah. like a time travel story where Tails is really fucked up and is like keeps talking about Sonic like he's gonna come back and everyone else is like Tails he's dead yeah <laughs> you could play that for actual drama yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I was gonna say the big bird yeah, thing but... looks just like that GIF that Austin posted. Like. 
like the. Uh, he looks like Stanley. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to refer to it as. Also, why does everyone get naked when Sonic shows up? <laughs> well, you know why. <laughs> There's reasons. Don't worry about it. It's just, it's just like. Freedom fighters do what they do. Well, I I think I can understand Sally after finding this part of the image I didn't see. Look at her eyes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. She's into it. Yeah. She is thinking some things. She's gonna do all types of stuff to his weird, fucked up hedgehog belly button. (laughs) (laughs) Can can we talk about how in the third part of this story, we have given up briefly on Robotropolis being on model, and Robotnik is back in being in just rented wedding reception venue rooms. He's in his gym. It's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. here it's like a fucking it's like a fucking basement laundry area. Like there's a drain in the middle of the floor, and there's a washing machine in the background. You think Robotnik does laundry? I, I, I think I, he has it done I, for I, him. I, 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 don't, I don't think I'm ready to consider like the full breadth of that question. How do you think Robotnik smells? <laughs> answer the question. I, uh, I don't know if I have the power to answer that question. But I have smells like shit. Dan's gonna come to my house and hold me at gunpoint until I don't I know. He smells- I, you, 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 are we thinking that Robotnik? Are, do we no, think I bet, that I bet he smells like everything. motor oil and like gasoline, probably. I was gonna Jeffrey say he's like, to your house and hold you at arrow point. <laughs> I was gonna say he's like half high school locker room, half Jiffy Lube. Half like the machine shop at your local community college. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's so, like, yeah, there's not much oil. So. There's, there's really not much else to talk about this. Yeah, the this story is it's like, everything. It's, enjoyable. Uh, it's another status effect that wears off over time because, you know, God forbid we have the Freedom Fighters, like, do shit in this story. Like, figure out what's happening, formulate a plan to get Sonic back to normal and carry out that plan. That would be something. But no. I don't care. I want to talk about the duck. <laughs> I want to talk about oh, the duck. Well, like, this is the shittiest. All right, yeah, we're all right, yeah, we're, we're done talking about yeah. this fucking story. It's inconsequential. It, it's, Who gives a fuck? It's Sally time. We're getting it's, in it's there. time it's for uh, a mini time. Sally adventure. This just... guy's fucking sucks because it's an animal. <laughs> in this world, this yeah. fucking sucks. <laughs> I just want to look at the title card because I feel like the implication here is that Sally is staring down the barrel of the James Bond rifle. It, it is like it, oh my god, a, I didn't notice Bond, that. It's a very yeah. Bond movie opening. It's like the opening of. Gold I thought Bond. you were talking about the. She's just in the middle of some caper, Where... and we're not being told she's what just, it is. She's just leaning on the inside of the barrel of the gun and is like. Do it, motherfucker. <laughs> She's just there. It, it, it's the opening of Goldfinger. It's it's the cold open of a Bond movie. And something, 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 no air intake, something, something implies how long Sally can hold her breath. Let's move on. She's got uh, a fantastic <laughs> lung capacity. So, but yeah. I, there is something I also just wanted to mention in the, the She's like a the monk. She has flash page or. Yeah, she's in, in the splash page, splash page where like the, the title of the storyline comes up. Uh, as deadliest of the species, 
I just now made the connection that there's also an Alien versus Predator storyline, I think, under the same exact title mm-hmm. that I remember yeah, reading was. There's there's only so many titles in the world that you can use. It's just like, it would have been either like like around, I don't know, it was sometime in the 90s, I think it came out too. Mm. I just remember it because Chris Claremont wrote it and he's like, was on X-Men for like 20 years, so... I like yeah. that Sally's on a date with her computer girlfriend. <laughs> I think the, I, I like that the way this countdown is really defibrillating this SWAT bot to death. <laughs> I think the way they do the bomb countdown is so fucking smart. It's the smartest yeah. way I've seen it done yeah, in yeah, any yeah. comic with a ticking yeah. bomb. I just Not had bad. the Super Metroid like countdown theme playing in my head as as I'm reading this. It's like. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Like, like when I was reading it, oh, and like the animals, and Jeffrey set like showed up. I was like, it was like really like actually like stressful a little bit because it's like, oh, what no. the fuck? Here he is. <laughs> Here he is, the worst character ever. <laughs> so. Awful, awful man. So in the third issue, I want to talk about just how poorly they convey his accent, or maybe there was no decision about his accent. And they just said, you know, he has a accent. They Um, couldn't decide if he was British or Australian. In the third one, they make it pretty clear he's Australian. Here, I thought he was Cockney. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not, yeah, it's, it's not consistent. It's it's like kid in Chrono Cross. It kind of oh, around between the different between the different yeah. I get like why the, that's there's the the James Bond reference because he's a spy. Yeah, you, and, get you know it what it could be. I, I might be giving the writers too much credit, but it's a meta joke about James Bond himself having a ton of different accents because he's been played by a bunch of different actors <laughs> who have different accents. This never <laughs> happened to the other fella. Yeah, think, yeah. Like, well, yeah, what exactly. I'm like, gonna... He's clearly what? Australian. You know, and you got... You got you, there's Sean Connery, who's a Scot. You got fucking... Pierce Bronze... Bronze but I'm gonna decide... Dalton, and they all right. sound kind of different. What I, what I think I want to decide right now for Jeffrey as a character is that the reason why his accent is inconsistent is because he's totally faking it. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, it, yeah, thinks yeah. it makes him sound cooler. Yeah. But he can't do it consistently. Yeah. That, that would be on brand for him, honestly. Jeffrey also smells like shit. Let's move on to the <laughs> Sally miniseries. Well, he's I, a like, fucking skunk. I do like his little wrist crossbow gimmick. That's kind of neat. Uh... It's, that's all I like there's about it. Fuck Jeffrey. There's a lot of neat stuff around Jeffrey. Yeah. And none of it is actually anything to do with him as a character. It's all like super, like surface level things. Oh, yeah. I, 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 before we move on, I that was the whole reason I brought up the wolf thing. Because I was like, when I was first reading this, I was like, why the fuck would animals like see each other as a threat? Like, why would you even assume Robotnik was teaming up with any animals? And then it's like... Oh, I mean, there's a chance they're just fucking cannibal wolves. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Let's move on. Or, or that weird shape-shifting one from fucking Sonic Underground. God. Do we want to talk about the Sally issues just as, like, one continuous story, or do we want to go issue by issue? 
I think considering how long we've been going, it might be better to just talk about it as a singular storyline. They meet up with, like, they escape the SWAT bots. Because um, I thought Shelly had a paint bomb. No, she had a grenade. <laughs> um, and she has a shit ton of grenades in this. Um, yeah, I want to talk man. about Dylan the Porcupine. What the <laughs> fuck? Why does he look yeah. like that? <laughs> he looks awful. I hate him. For a minute, I thought it's like, oh, this is what a regular hedgehog looks like in this Sonic universe. Yeah, oh, like, like, in, like in Fleetway, where they show like what Sonic looked like before, and he's brown and shitty and looks like Dylan. Like yeah. the armadillo, the pig, and the platypus, they're fine! Yeah. Why would you go with yeah. this for the porcupine? And I I looked it up. He's Mr. Needlemouse. I looked it up to see if they changed his design later, yeah. and they did, and it makes so much more fucking sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he looks like an actual fucking yeah, Sonic. Yeah, yeah. Now he really looks like fucking, uh... <coughs> like it's, like it's the still enough... The weird frown Sonic from Fleetway. But he's like, like, like he's Sonic adjacent, but there's enough where, like, where it's the chubby cheeks, yeah. it's the more rigid yeah. quills... It's very much, and the little bear ears, like yeah. you can tell, like this yeah. is a different animal. Yeah, I also like that there. There's a platypus character named Penelope, but the platypus character has little flanges uh, around her mouth, like you would see on an actual platypus. Yeah, because I see that's kind of a nice touch. I see a lot of platypi platypuses in cartoons. Where it's just like they just stick a duck bill on a beaver and call it good. It's like they have actual, you know, nuance to their appearance. Yeah. They're not, it's not like, oh, put a bird face on a mammal and call it good. It's, I don't know. End rant. The pig, yeah. The pig is interesting to me because he's just a fucking background character on the Sadam show. Like, whenever they need to have a big group shot of other freedom fighters, that fucking pig is always there. Mm -hmm. And now he gets to do something in the story, I guess. And he's xenophobic. That's very fun. And his name is Ham... (laughs) And his name is Hamlin. Which... uh, Do you get it? Clever. (laughs) I do not like this armadillo's face (laughs) in this initial (laughs) illustration. I like this armadillo better than Mighty the Armadillo. Honestly, this guy yeah, actually like, looks like an armadillo. I, 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 I like, really like him. He's my you're favorite about to get movies. crucified by the rest of the Sonic fandom for yeah. saying that. I I think this Lay armadillo in this comic is very good. I like them. I forgot yeah. Mighty the Armadillo was also an armadillo. Oh, well. Um, I'm going to be honest. Mighty the Armadillo looks like a weird fucking alien. He looks like Marvin the Martian. No, you know what? He looks like what? Marvin the Martian. <laughs> You know what Marty the Armadillo looks like? He looks like that bald hedgehog that everybody was talking about. It's like, (laughs) he just looks like Sonic without quills. If we were to extrapolate from that, he'd probably look like this. (laughs) Oh! Oh. He was peeled! So, (laughs) the the screenshot I sent of the comic with uh, Jeffrey, it's just because he looks like a furry rant YouTube channel. He grabbed so him with like forced one. diversity. Yes, Jeffrey is the type uh, of person he, that would do that. Yes. But like, they but go I'm to a temple that's Jeffrey actually complains about how he can't make 
jokes anymore because everyone's too sensitive God. and also <laughs> you know like probably gets or, like called out for sexually harassing people yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so they oh so I they go that. to a, yeah. a, a secret oh lab disguised right. as a temple which i think sonic adventure 2 did to much greater effect several yeah. years later oh um, yeah and then these things show up like what the fuck are these they're these shirts these robots sure are designed <laughs> He is so shaped. Oh, oh, the, oh, yeah, these fucking things. <laughs> One of the robots ever. <laughs> they look. They look like. They look like Z-Bots toys. <laughs> like, like the 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 fucking burger, the ones you could get from like Burger King or one of those places. It just I, seems I, like. I, I'm gonna see if I can find that one orange Z-Bot that I'm talking about. This this is like a child's drawing drawn with the skill of an adult, like just like the design. Essence of them. I like it. Asked his kid to design a robot, and he's like, "Oh, I like this one. Here, (laughs) there. It's in the issue now." Oh, I found it. I found it. Hang on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. They're called Orb King. Uh, Wait, holy shit! They're called Orb Bots. (gasps) They're called Orb Bots. That's a character now. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, yeah. Oh shit! I didn't even notice that. It was. It was also an '80s cartoon, Mighty Orbots. <laughs> this is true. Um, They're joining together to this, fight for what's right. Are everywhere. these Orbots ancestors? Is this where he comes from? <laughs> oh my god! Is Orbot and then uh, the pay- look like um, shit, I can't find it. What happened to it? They kind of look like this dude from Mega Man X. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. They do. Uh, and, and then the page after that, uh, Scott Moffat, Scott Moffat, age thirteen, has a type. Uh, commissions a very specific oh, yeah. type of furry art. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I found it! Them. I found it. Good for them. Uh, the the orange one in the top left. Oh yeah, I oh, used yeah. to have that. <laughs> um, it just made me think of it immediately. I'm like, oh my god, it's it's a Z-Bots toy. <laughs> Shit. I'm I'm convinced uh, Keith Fields from Bryan, Texas is a time traveler, because this feels like a very it's modern style. Okay. I feel like this is a it's style not- I see on Twitter a lot from, like, younger it's artists. I th- Bunny kind of looks like she's from Family Guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah exactly. Holy crap, Lois, we gotta go stop Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm gonna be thinking about Scott Moffat's art for a while. It's yeah, there's a lot. There's yeah. What can I say? Oh yeah, it, it, Scott it's Moffat, even, yeah. age thirteen. He knows what he likes. Oh, it's it's anti Sally from way earlier. Yeah. Oh, it is. I yeah, thought he is. just had like a thing. Yeah, no, it, it's, oh, it's, it's anti Sally. She's got the jacket and the whip. Yeah. And the following page, I guess this answers my Ninja Turtles question from an episode or two ago. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I guess Ninja Turtles Adventures yeah. was still being published now, because you can order back issues and shit here. And Mighty Mutanimals, which was fucking rad, and everyone should read it, because it was good. <laughs> so Sally is a badass and fucking um, Empire Strikes Back them. Um, yeah. In a way that I think is much it's much better than the way Civil War does it. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you could say that about a lot of things, really. Um, so, Hamlin getting saved telegraphed the story very different to me. 
Mm. Um, because he's still pissed about it. So what I was thinking, because again, I haven't read through all these um, until I was reading them now. Yeah. I thought Hamlin was going to turn out to be the traitor. Yeah. I thought oh. that was the route they were going to go. But um, then the end of this issue happens. And I said, what the yeah. fuck out loud? <laughs> I, I also. I also did. Yeah. <laughs> I think my notes for this section are just are just all caps. What? <laughs> like She's, I was. They put her into a bionicle canister. <laughs> no, no, she's she's Nora Freeze. Wait, hold on. Uh, oh, this is how I'll always remember you. POV, you are Rainbow Dash. <laughs> no, no, you can't say this. <laughs> I think I'm missing vital context. You can't. I'm also you missing context. You don't want context. Here's you don't want to know. All right. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I think that explains it a little better. Can you guys interpret oh my God, the meaning? I just had a like a sleeper agent activation sequence. I remember. I fuck. I I don't know what it means, and I'm okay not knowing what it means. Let's move on. I remember now. Okay, I'm good. Oh can, um, we, can we mod that into Shadow the Hedgehog? Have that be the new ending? I remember now. I remember. Rainbow Dash. I remember so Rainbow a million, Dash. A million... A million pages of ads later, let's move on to issue two. <laughs> I hate Dylan the Porcupine. I want to come out and say yes. it. I fucking hate I Dylan the Porcupine. I hate him too. I'm fucking I like furious. His, I kind of enjoy his design in a weird way. He's just he's just a little chumpy fella. He doesn't look so, any worse than any of the other characters in this comic, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, like, it, it doesn't... He smiles worse! I, mm. He looks... I just... I, it, it's hard to explain why I hate his design more. Like, I don't if particularly I any... like any of the, the fucking loser freedom fighters as I, I have referred to them in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> God, I could not care less about these characters. Yeah, they're they're kind of they're they're real. Just they're just. I want to they're, they're the most B team that ever existed. Yeah. I want to feed Dylan the porcupine dimes and put him into an MRI machine. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. It's part of any gripes with this design. What is up with his face on this cover? He seems really excited to be grappled by this this hideous robot octopus thing. Like, wow. he's got a fucking fetish or something. I don't know. There were some people that laughed really hard, and then no, some people who didn't laugh at all. So here you go. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, if I have any gripes with this character design that is Dylan the porcupine, it's that he doesn't really look like a porcupine. He looks like an actual hedgehog. Yeah. It's like. He looks like a fucking pine cone. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so, which I hate him. Like the redesign that he gets uh, is miles better. <laughs> Gargoyle Spaghettios. Anyway, <laughs> onto onto this bit where oh, this is a really interesting thing to do where you introduce your new characters one issue later in a fucking Star Wars text dump. <laughs> this might have been a better thing to do in issue one. Battle. But it look like Jason off. Griffith. But, you know, fuck you. <laughs> We've already got your money. <laughs> you know, there's something I want to note here about, like, the, you know, there's, like the whole thing with writing, like, show, don't tell, where they have to tell us what these characters' personalities are besides, like, Hamlin. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so yeah. nothing that They're you just, flat. like... Yeah. Yeah. Also, why does it end with an Iron Cross? What? I... The, the text I thing? Know. What? Look at the end of it? <laughs> what the fuck? It's because Triple H wrote it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Let's move on. I think we need to get t-shirts that say let's move on right now. <laughs> let's move oh, on official to official Mobius Book Club merch. To, to, to Jeffrey St. Shitlord and, and Pig Guy fighting with those giant Q-tips from American Gladiators. Is that how sainthood names are are like are? Is it like first name, saint, last name? Or is this fucking weird? I don't know. I don't know how it works. Or, you, or like. Jeffrey Sinjin, whatever. Fucking <laughs> Catholics in the replies, please let us know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> Smash that like button. Don't forget to click the bell to get instant updates. So they're fighting with Q-tips. I think the platypus is cute. I'm gonna fucking say that. I fucking don't yeah. give a shit. I think the platypus has a cute design. I think she probably would fit better in a show like OG DuckTales, but I think she has yeah. a cute design. She, oh I my god, yeah. She, 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 really does, right. she really does look like like she'd be hanging out in Duckburg or St. Canard. Absolutely. She also looks like she's actually like, you know, a Sonic character. Kind yeah. of. Kinda? A little legs she, are a little she at least fits it. in more with the, the freedom fighters and the yeah. way they look. Yeah, I, I still I still don't give two fucks about her. <laughs> I feel like you could redesign her, her very easily is, to look mm -hmm. like Dr. Starline. Like, have that in the Ooh, same yeah, style. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't care for Dr. Starline on the Virtue... Because, the, the, because he looks like Michael Jackson, basically. So... I <laughs> You're not going to be able to get away from that in a Sega thing. Like they, uh, yeah, not really. They can't, never... get, they can't fucking get away from MJ. They made Moonwalker. They can't escape. Um, I, have, I, I think Moonwalker was, a, was in a magic contract, and now they're bound yes. for eternity. <laughs> the pact is sealed. Oh! <laughs> God, that has to make it. That has to make it into the final. This was such a good imitation. Is that, is that the cool thing? <laughs> um, I've also figured out why I fucking hate Dylan. Yeah. His mouth is agape in every picture he's in, and he always looks fucking befuddled. He doesn't have a fucking clue what's going on. He's like the people I train at work, who I know, like you're not you're not processing any of this information, and you're gonna be a pain in the ass for me in two weeks. 
Well, maybe it's maybe like, it's because his nose doesn't have any nostrils. He has to breathe through his mouth oh, constantly. Then die. Like, <laughs> no, he does have nostrils. You can see his nostrils in some of the panels. He's oh, just yeah. like this. Yeah, he's just. Yeah. He mouth breathes as a choice. It's, it's not a nostril. It's a it's a Domino's mushroom painted blue. It's just a blue <laughs> thing with divots on it. It's like. <laughs> One more thing yeah. that I, I, I've kind of glossed over because of how we've been moving. Um, I think standards and practices wouldn't let them like write holy to imply either like holy shit, holy oh, yeah. crap. <laughs> yeah. um, so they just have Hamlin go, hole! <laughs> Gordon, I hate hole. Um, ins insert Nia Jax joke here. <laughs> Okay, I need to. We're gonna cut it out of the episode, but everyone needs to hear my hole right now. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I, everyone just needs to hear it. It's gonna get cut out. I need you to hear my hole. There are two other moments that are, are like that that I fucking love. There's um, Bubba Ray Dudley going, Yes! My balls! I know I saw it! Um, and then there's another with another TNA wrestler I don't know. When they have her in a submission hold and she's going, My vag! My vag! <laughs> anyway, I can't do a Lore of the Ring incident of when genitals get hurt because I don't have enough of that. Um... I can't pad an, an hour-long episode about genitals on Lord of the Ring. Uh, yeah, I don't think Daphne would like that. Oh. I want... <laughs> genital, genital, what Nintendo genital. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Break the whole ref, I can't take it anymore. Oh, man. If I laugh any harder, I'm gonna puke. Jesus. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we okay? <laughs> oh, everyone's everybody's dead. Was, everybody's dead. Was it was it the idea of a full length episode about genitals, or when I said genital genital what Nintendo genital? That that was it. That was it right there. <laughs> I think it was all of it, <laughs> like as as an onslaught. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, it was it was like a seven hit combo. <laughs> I am with Sally on wanting to bash Jeffrey's head in with the American Gladiator Q-tip. Please do it. End our future suffering. The um the paragliding oh setup God. to get to the place they need to go to is neat. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like Ator Invincible. Um, I thought the armadillo was really gonna die. Like, I think there was a part of me that was like, these are because I didn't develop personality. Yeah. Because I've been watching like horror movies, I'm like, oh, that's like stakes murdering. That's like you kill them to raise the stakes. Cannon um, fodder. Available now for your Commodore Amiga. 
And I honestly thought they were they were gone and roboticized uh, yeah, when they came back I, I later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, and I was genuinely sad because I like the platypus. I was like, <laughs> fuck, that sucks. <laughs> Uh, I just want to say this frame I'm, here looks like crap hentai. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it does. <laughs> there's, there's our new, our new joke sound effect. We got shoomp and spoog. <laughs> Which and, comes uh, first? That's for you to find out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Aren't those two the guys from the mystery game? <laughs> and, and, and then, don't forget. <laughs> Speaking which, of which, horrible... I assume is the sound effect when Leatherface is in the room. Um... <laughs> Speaking of horrible designs, this fucking octopod. I hate it. So <laughs> I hate it a lot. I have an opinion on it. Um, if this was, if they like telegraphed what this area was a little more, because this is an out of the way place that even it doesn't seem Robotnik checks that frequently, being yeah. that he has one guard. If uh -huh. this was the place of places where Robotnik was fucking with shit and just trying to see what worked, I'm totally down <laughs> for this design. I, maybe. Yeah, like, because like, it does look yeah. like the, just like a fucked up mess and yeah. that it makes it, sense it like if it was a fucked up mess. Design. <laughs> but like, even then... If you're doing a fucked up robot octopus monster, that's a, that's a horrible, disgusting abomination. It still doesn't really work for me because it, it just it just looks like a big peen in in like a, and it's got like a croissant on its head. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> Nothing. Like I mean, I get that the point is that there's no cohesion, but like it's it's not. He's Peter Quill. Yeah, it's fine. If it were established, but it's not established, and it's also just fucking butt ugly. I don't like it. It's like you could do a better octopus horror that's a robot. I like, think I think the way they they take it out though um is almost unnecessarily cruel because they establish right before it dies that it feels pain. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And it explodes. You know what it also feels? It paint. <laughs> Austin. You I'm gonna be under your stop. bed. Um, you cannot kill me in a way that matters. Um, so I thought the writing of them being like, well, we have to leave them behind because of the stakes being, well, they're either dead or they went on their own, which Jesus Christ, that feels like a dark turn. Yeah. 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 Um, but I kind of like it. Um, and then the fucking kidnapping shit. Yeah. <laughs> right at Yeah. I was I was I was fucked up by it. I'm like, I see why people hate this character. Like mm -hmm. um And yeah. it's clear they're like trying to like keep a secret of who Robotnik is, like even though I don't see a fucking point in doing it. There's only one man. Yeah. Um yeah. why, why makes, is, what the why instead of a chicken? Why does he have fucking Mad Cat from Inspector Gadget? <laughs> it is the Inspector Gadget cat, which I thought yeah. was weird. 
Mad Cat's just filling in for Cluck. Yeah. Like, Cluck like had a we day saw off. Cluck briefly and then forgot he was a thing. Now now Robotnik has has Mad Cat. Sure. <laughs> Fucking hmm. The chicken and, transforms into a cat. He's a transformer. Yeah. He can just do that. <laughs> I fuck. Mm. Like just the whole, you know, this whole section just feels like it was ghost written by Vince Russo. <laughs> like the payoff is obvious. There's one villain right now. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Scourge exists, but he's like got other shit he's doing. Um. <laughs> he's also not really a schemer. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I am not a schemer. <laughs> He's a memer. Scourge is played by Heath Ledger. Let's move on. Um <laughs> I like I like this cyborg armor, Sally, in the letters section. He looks like Sector. Major Briggs, Sonya Blade, Shao Kahn will be pleased. So, issue three. <laughs> um the cover promises something. That I don't feel like it delivers on. It, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Does it promise really wonky perspective? Because it sure delivers on that. Like, <laughs> the Jetpack Sally is obviously launching up off the ground, but it looks like Purple Vest Sally is still standing on the ground, like, judging by the shadow under her foot there. But the, yeah. it's like... I. Where the fuck are they, and how big are they in relation to each other? What you know is happening? What, what are this is? I think uh, that these were drawn separate from the background. Yeah, yeah. And the background was basically just like pasted there. Yeah, they just they just they just do used place in Photoshop. Boop! And super shade with black. Yeah. Yeah. To Jeffrey St. John, front and center on the cover. And speaking of forgotten losers that everyone hated, here's an ad for Izzy's Quest for the Olympic Rings for Sega Genesis. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Let's move it, on. It's a shitty game <laughs> about a forgotten mascot that no one should give a fuck about. The end. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Let's move so, on. I just wanted to say it. I wanted to feel included. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> So I like the Hamlin as a fucking gun. He's a fucking Hamlin, Hamlin off his shits. He's he a pig with a gun. Now he just needs a badge. So I get that it's like supposed to be like a liquid paint gun, but I also I didn't realize it the first time I was looking at it. I thought it was a laser gun, and it shot through the head part of the armor to the roboticized person underneath and fucking exploded their head. Dylan has a gun and he's shooting it in a direction that he's not looking because yeah. it fucking sucks. <laughs> 360 no scope. <laughs> <laughs> he's shooting like an ally right now. Yeah. <laughs> he um, shot the platypus off screen. <laughs> Splorch. It's like the end of Metal Gear Solid 3. Well, not the end, but that part. You know the part. I don't yeah, actually. With, with, with this shitty porcupine and Penelope. Like, like okay, I want to say one thing real quick. Um, we already said at the beginning there's a twist to this. Um, because right now, it, the thing is supposed to be the implication that, oh, Sally was body snatched and replaced. But yeah. knowing knowing the twist, Sally just has fucking crazy upper body strength. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he I know. One arm flips him up. I mean, yeah, you could easily... <laughs> 
you could tell me that she was a robot this whole time, and given that, I would believe it. Like, so, is is that meant to be, like, just another red herring to throw off the reader? I think like, it's a red herring thing. Because it's like, oh, yeah. we saw what happened, but no, we didn't actually see what happened. Um, also, uh, I think there's an implication that Hamlin might be a better fighter than Jeffrey a little bit because he pretty it. effortlessly takes him to the ground and is about to like pound his face to a pulp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the blood well, of wild yeah. boar runs strong through his veins. Yeah. <laughs> I also He's like just... that Sally just like freezes up Westworld style to complete the complete the thing. Like the illusion. Yeah. <laughs> I like how when uh, Hamlin starts fighting Jeffrey, Dylan just stands there and does nothing. Because he fucking sucks. <laughs> ah. You are so angry. <laughs> so fuck Dylan. <laughs> I get angrier every time I look at him. He's, he's just a little guy. <laughs> no, he's not. Not anymore. <laughs> Fucking smashes him to juice. <laughs> All right, have we revealed the twist yet? So, I'm trying to figure out how to concisely say this. So, turns out they pull the switcheroo <laughs> earlier, which I like the way they do it. Like it's a it's a fun little playoff because it's like if you think about it a little bit, it's like it could be like, oh, yeah. it's a twist out of nowhere. But they think about it like, no, why the fuck would an animal work with Robotnik? That doesn't make sense. You know, he's going to betray you. Yeah. Um. Especially because his end game is all robotic life, assumably including himself and Snively at some point. Yeah. Um, and the cat um, that just appeared for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I think that's probably a red herring to be like, oh, it's not all animals. Like, no. <laughs> um, Hashtag not all. Yeah. So, like, never mind that this same exact resolution already is in episode, in episode two. Of yeah. Where. Ah, now I'm going to roboticize you, princess. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> turn it off! And then they don't turn it off. Um, the, the fucking rebel underground, they all look the same. Uh, but they also say the phrase, free the POWs, which I didn't want to hear in a Sonic comic. I did um, not want to hear that either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, I don't want to hear it, and also it doesn't make sense, because they're not actually prisoners. And then they do the countdown thing I really like, yeah. and they do it even better because it gets bigger as it goes to one. I like that oh, a yeah. lot. Um, and they, they, the, apparently the armadillo's leg was broken for real, which I didn't realize on my first read through. Yeah. I thought it was a ruse to like separate them on purpose because they knew what was yeah. going on. Um, Nah, just, They're like, no, his leg is just broken. That is not part of the plan. <laughs> I bet Jeffrey just like discreetly called him in. It's like, hey, we this got. Is... Can you like pick these dudes up? <laughs> and then, and then for like the little babies that uh, didn't get what was done, they do like a Scooby Doo type recap of the yeah <laughs> of yeah. what was done. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, so, now that they've proper explained it all, it's like, oh, it makes a little more sense, but it's still, like, why the fuck would you write it like this? Yeah, it's a little confusing, and I thought we could get... I honestly thought it would be a better payoff if Hamlin turned out to be, like, the the agent working for Robotnik. Yeah. Um, 
and like maybe even pay it off with Hamlin getting away with the Robotnik being like, no matter. And then roboticizes him um, yeah. <laughs> like that feels like a very sad AM way to end it. Uh, yeah. And then the like up until this point, I know I may have been like kind of like kind of shitty about it while I was moving through it. I think this miniseries is very good. I like um, it's all right. I yeah. think I honestly wouldn't mind if it continued into a whole series because I think Sally, yeah. I think we said this earlier on recording that Sally yeah. is the, is a character that could hold down a series on her own. Um, and yeah. you know, if Sega really w- wants to try again at splitting tones, like they tried to do when they gave shadow a spinoff, yeah. I don't know, bring back Sally for something, yeah. make it yeah. for older teenagers. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a RPG game that stars Sally. Yeah. yeah and, like, don't well, use any you know, Sonic characters. Like, make light implications. But RPG is something that has famously turned out very well for Sega. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, was Dark Brotherhood good? No. Uh, no. It famously no. was not. <laughs> was I it because of the it. lawsuit cutting their development time? I don't think so. I, I, I think it just wasn't. I think it was also bad for many other reasons. Isn't it like I part of the whole really, thing is that really... music is terrible because they've lost I'm... all the music files yeah. like right before the game was supposed to come out? Yeah, That's they like they just had to download. They just downloaded a bunch of midis from like vgmusic.com. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that were like not a hundred percent accurate and didn't translate well into the DS sound fonts. So, so I wanted to like it so bad because I was so I was like just getting into like my actual like Sonic obsession and I'm like I can like this this is good this is good and then I got to like that first like city like the first city hub with that music and I'm like I can't I can't do this anymore yeah. and I, I haven't played it, it. the thing and, like, that aggravated awful. the thing that aggravated me is that Sonic had to be in your party and I'm like no <laughs> oh, he doesn't <laughs> he yeah. shouldn't. <laughs> Um, you, you know, you, fucking, you know where I said I can't take any more of this. The the middle two panels of the last page here. Uh, yeah. Knowing, so, knowing what I know, we were kind of like, mm, we were kind of like moving away from it. Oh, yeah. um, we were backing this, away. This, is, so, where my, this is where my notes just said, "Ew, no, so, etc." So Jeffrey and Sally kissed. Um, the oh. reason, but besides us just not liking Jeffrey as a character, is that Ken Penders, I assume at some point between writing this and getting a Twitter account, lost his mind, much like Frank Miller lost his mind sometime around 9-11. Um, and he tweeted out that Jeffrey St. John was quote-unquote faster than Sonic in one respect. Because he was the one that took Sally's virginity when he was 19 and Sally was underage. It's like that entire scene they do in Transformers 4 with the gross Romeo and Juliet law. It's awful. It's Yeah, it's I kind of got pissed off of that. Yeah. Like, like, I guess it's just contenders saying shit that does not actually have to be like true because he's just <laughs> he just says shit. Yeah, and like he doesn't have any authority for that. But just the yeah. fact that he said it at all is upsetting. So 
this is why I think the concept of Word of God when it got to fandom culture just fucking ruins everything because people are like, well, he said it and he wrote it, so it's canon. No. No, it doesn't have to be. It's like... My like my argument sense. <laughs> my argument that has pissed off so many people uh, when people are like, "Well, the the writer said this actually happened." I'm like, "Were they there?" And they're like, "Well, they wrote it." No, you didn't answer my question. Were they there physically? Well, they couldn't be. It's fiction. Then they don't know. They don't know, do they? <laughs> <laughs> It's like a troll logic argument. I love it. Yeah. It's a really good one. Because that's like you, that's how usually I, I just, I'm just like if if like the writer is saying it, that's them stating their own interpretation of their work. It does not make it factually like yeah. what happens because that's not how reading something works. Yeah, no, I've explained true. death of the author to people where it's like, no, no, why is their reading valid? Yeah. Like, like, oh, they heard it. I Someone else some people, some people take it to the extreme of, like, writers should never talk about what they think their own stories, which is bullshit. Like, no, they should be allowed to talk about it, but people should have, like, yeah. the, like, structural intelligence of how storytelling works to understand that that does not yeah. mean that that is the only way you can interpret their work. Yeah, yeah. Plus, they're just saying like there are things I'm more okay with when they explain like well this is my what I say is canon because they I, they wouldn't let me do it like uh, gargoyles yeah. is an example that Lexington was supposed to be gay um, yeah. but because Disney's Disney you know um, <laughs> like that comes across more as like it's like this is what I wanted to do they wouldn't let me do it but I'm going to move forward with art I do on my website of it being true. Um, because he's drawn, uh, creator of Gargoyles has done, drawn tons of pride stuff with Lexington. Um, yeah. That's cute. That's, uh, that's nice. Um, Is Lexington the one with the pterodactyl face? I don't remember. Uh, no, that's, I, that's like the one umbrage I'm taking. It's like, I really like that. Why did you give us the least cool looking gargoyle? <laughs> 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 Lexington's okay. Compared to the compared to the other ones, he's like not. He's the one I would think like he's the. He feels like the filler design. Like we ran out. He's, he's kind of he's, he's kind of plain, but like it's it's not like. Mm. I mean, if I had to rank these designs, I would rank his as the. All right, <laughs> like like he's a character. <laughs> like they're none of them are bad, but he's the one that's like totem pole bad. Like, like he's the bottom of the totem pole on it. There's Remind like me which one in this picture is Lexington. The 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 kind of all the little the, 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 bottom. Oh, the, the tiny one. Man. Okay. Yeah, the little fella. All right. I don't know. I I like him. He's got he's he's got that kind of fucking. That being that said, this little, horse sucks. He's got that Ralph Bakshi golem. Oh look. no! <laughs> oh God, Leo oh, and Una. A... I don't like that horse. No, I don't. I don't want it. I don't. Is the dude in the middle like supposed to be a <laughs> Yeah. Why are there three palette swaps in this one? Why does the lion only have one? Why did they... The There's four palette swaps! Game? I just noticed! Oh my god. Oh, boy. Is them from, like, the heel universe? <laughs> and there's a tiger man. 
Okay. Someone was having fun. This is the Gargoyles podcast. <laughs> a bunch of them just have one wing. What the fuck is going on there? Is that like a thing that these specific characters have? I don't know. I think Gargoyles it's because if they drove both, if they drew both of them, they would be blocking other characters. Uh, I wonder it, if Gargoyles makes... has done a gargoyle with one wing because the whole setup is that there isn't a lot of them left because there was a mass genocide against them where their yeah. stones were broken. Oh. Why? What if one just one of their wings broke off? Like, yeah. why don't we do that? And it's like it's stuck like that. We have that... non-flying gargoyles. We have the dog. Yeah, yeah, we got Bronx. Got yeah. the dog boil. Yeah, we got the fucking we got fucking Vince Clortho there. <laughs> so okay, who about... brought the dog? Oh my god! So I think that about covers it for the Sally miniseries, doesn't it? Yeah. I, again, yeah. I think the Sally miniseries is uh, very good. Um, I think I would love to have seen like if there yeah. was some rights thing where maybe uh, Deek Dick uh, owned. <laughs> Own the rights to Sally, and after they lost the license, they just they just. I like that I just rolled with it, and everyone else. Um, that like exactly if Deke maintained the rights to Sally, like if they just were like, yeah, we're just gonna roll with another series. I feel yeah. like that that could have done really well. Um, yeah, because Sega sure doesn't want to use Sally again. Yeah. Um, that could have been. Really I don't know popular, if it's especially in the right 90s. now. I don't know. I, not not know for Ian, a very long Flynn, while. Yeah, I know Ian Flynn's been talking about how he's like, I've been pushing hard behind the scenes to get the Freedom Fighters back. I think I, pushing for Sally is a little. Sometime. I think Sally is the one that is the one that's hard to push for because there's so much with Sally. Yeah. If I started yeah. small and I'll be like. Can I use rotor? I feel like you could slowly worm your way <laughs> yeah. up yeah. to doing it. It's like, I where would, can we fit Antoine into this? I would start with Bunny personally <laughs> and tie it in with the whole Zombot thing. Yeah, but like yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. the most, the best way to do it is yeah. to Bunny first and yeah, yeah, because Bunny's also like fan favorite too. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, but I think like. In terms of like Sega business ones, I think most people would be like, "Well, who the fuck remembers Rotor? That's fine, just put him in there." I think big businesses really underestimate how much people love older characters. Um, yeah. The only like, reason I could see them maybe saying no to Rotor is that they might say that he's redundant since Tails is sort of in that role now. Yeah, well, I'm saying like even like using him as like an ancillary character or something yeah um, but like there's like so many characters that i'm sure they get denied on the basis of well who would care about that what does that do for our brand but i yeah. think like even like a character who never made it to a game like tiara bubowski if she just showed up in idw people would lose their fucking yeah. minds yeah <laughs> i cannot believe that is a character's name actual name got. And this was the 90s where the way we denoted that this is the love interest for Sonic is that we put boob in their name. <laughs> Slap some tits on it. 
and she's got I'm, bad fits. See, are you blind? I'm, I'm so upset that the recording of me seeing the Sonic, the that one fan art, and me yelling "fat tits" is just lost to time. I'm sorry. It's, it's the greatest tragedy of our of our lives. <laughs> So, uh, no, I, I think this about wraps. I was yeah. saying, I think this concludes episode four of Mobius Book Club. And I think um, next for next yeah. one, we should read we issues reading? 21 through 25, because I think that cleanly matches up with the Sonic and Knuckles special being for episode six. Yeah, I think that works. Yeah, makes okay. sense. Well, okay, yeah. All right, so 21 through 25. All right. Sweet. Thank I can you. manage that probably. All right. There's no probably about it. I will fucking manage it. <laughs> All right. Say bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye.